Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. It is indeed Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here in our AM 960 studios out over the San Francisco Bay. Yes, indeed. Carol Master in our Bloomberg 1130 studio in lovely New York City. Coming up, we've got to continue focusing on health care, Corey. I feel like when we talk to tech folks, they say that's the next industry to be disrupted. But right now, we're just seeing, you know, kind of waiting for lawmakers to do their thing. Uh, and the notion of what we would do without Obamacare, but without a replacement in in uh in, in, in its place, right. something we'll dig into. But first, the latest in uh, business and national news headlines, Doug Krisner. Well, you know, speaking of health care, of all the uh, industry groups, the top ten in the broader market in the S&P 500, the S&P 500 health care index is actually uh, the one that's performing uh, least well right now. We're up less than one-tenth of one percent. S&P 500 industrials group better by more than one percent, and that's helping to lead the uh, broader market higher. The S&P 500 is up by about four-tenths of one percent. Last trading day of the second quarter, last day of the quarter for that matter, overall a light volume, and that may be exaggerating these movements just a bit. The Dow is ahead one-half of one percent, and in the NASDAQ market, the composite index is higher by about two-tenths of one percent. Consumer related uh, discretionary stocks getting a boost from those uh, better than expected earnings from Nike. These results came after the bell last night. The stock is uh, higher by more than 10% right now. Nike also announcing a deal with Amazon.com to sell sneakers on Amazon's website. Look at crude oil here in New York in the electronic session. We are up nearly 3% right now, above 46 a barrel. Could be a banner we're, uh, banner year week Banner Week, how's that? Banner Week for WTI with a gain of uh, more than 6%. The market's really focused this week on that uh, drop in gasoline uh, stockpiles. U.S. 10-year Treasury backing up in yield by about four basis points right now. We're trading 2.30 on the 10-year. So you're caught up on markets. Let's get back to Corey and Carol. Thank you very much. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. This portion of... Bloomberg Markets brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida cash flow real estate, providing short duration, 10 to 16% returns on cash. See them at nria.net. This is Bloomberg. Saying today that if Republican senators cannot strike a deal on their health bill, they should immediately repeal Obamacare and then replace it later on. That's a reversal of the president's earlier position. He put this out in a tweet. Dr. Ian Lusbader is back with us. He is associate professor, uh, associate professor of medicine at the NYU Langone Medical Center back in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Nice to be back with Corey and myself. Thanks. A pleasure to be here. Um, what do you make of this repeal, replace later? You can't do that, can you? You you really can't do that. You know, as we've said before, health care, you know, is about 17% of the GDP. That's $19 total, about $3.5 trillion. Uh, Everyone is affected, 300 million people all covered one way or another, whether they walk into an emergency room without coverage, uh, we have to treat them, uh, or they're covered by employer plans or the VA, a variety. So, 
Uh, the ACA covers a number of people, and really to uh, repeal it without having any uh, alternative, I think, is ill-advised. And 50 uh, both physician and hospital groups have come out against the plan as it stands currently, uh, mainly because it will reduce coverage. It's estimated about 23 million people would not be covered uh, under the current plan. And would they end up in emergency rooms? Well, uh, hopefully not all at once. Uh, no, but, but I mean, what happens to those people who do not have some kind of coverage? So you, you can, as you said, people get care; it's just in a different form. Exactly, you can't outlaw illness. So uh, all you do is really delay treating idea. people, and often when they come in, they're more sick. Mm-hmm. So you, if you're not taking your blood pressure pills, your cholesterol pills, eventually you wind up. Uh, and there are a number of studies. In the New England Journal uh, recently, there were three studies that, you know, really addressed uh, the issue of coverage uh, and its impact on health care. And it does seem to not only improve care but may uh, reduce costs as well. So I think we really need to figure out things. We have to get back to the drawing board to really get a consensus, uh, to get bipartisan input, and really figure out how to bend that cost curve because essentially all of these plans – are trying to shift cost by reducing uh, ACA taxes and mm-hmm. reducing Medicaid. Uh, you're reducing coverage, and you're really having the states try and figure out what to do. So I think we need to sit back. Let's think about it. Let's really get a consensus. Let's get other opinions to ultimately reduce the total costs. You know, I read a piece this week that suggested, well, didn't suggest, said flat out that the, one of the reasons that a lot of the Insurance companies are pulling out of the state-run exchanges is be just because of this uncertainty. That 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 not that there will be an out, not with choosing an outcome in a battle, but that they just can't do business planning because the notion is there's going to be some kind of replacement, but there's absolutely no sign of what it could be. So there's no sense being in the business at all. Right, I, I agree completely. You look at a state like Illinois and others that are almost insolvent. Right. Uh, we need to uh, figure out a plan uh, that's coherent. You know, if you just simply turn all those patients back to Illinois that essentially can't pay their bills as it stands now, you're looking really potentially at catastrophic uh, illness, patients showing up in emergency rooms and, and not being able to be covered or cared for. Remind so, me of what you think should be kept from Obamacare. Uh, I like the mandate. In other words, I think um, to simply say if you don't want insurance, you don't have to buy it. Again, just you, you can't figure out the day before you have a heart attack to right. say, today I'm going to buy insurance because I know I'm going to be sick tomorrow. You're not allowed to drive a car without insurance. You really can't operate a person without having some insurance. Okay, so let's say we have to have the mandate that everybody has to have insurance, and the whole thinking is you get a lot of young, healthy people, right, who are kicking money exactly. into the system and helping to happen. pay. Okay, but that hasn't necessarily happened. And I do know people who have bought plans, and they say, oh, my God, it's so expensive, and it's killing me, and I'm not getting great coverage. I've got like a $5,000 deductible, and it's really problematic. So how do we deal with that part of the problem? You know, at, at the end of the day, the Healthcare is very expensive, and I think unless you work on the back end, the, the cost of, of healthcare, part of it is driven by uh, malpractice, some of it is driven by uh, patient demands for the latest and the greatest. We talked about some medications, hepatitis mm-hmm. C, $1,000 a pill. Expensive up front, but at the end of the day, if it saves you a liver transplant, it's probably a good investment. So unfortunately, the plans need to be more accessible. 
a $5,000 deductible is a lot. That's really the only way the insurance company can afford lower premiums. So it's hard to have it both yeah. ways. Um, but there is a there is a breaking point there. There is a price that's just too high that people you – know, it would be great for them to have insurance, but they just can't swing it. Uh, absolutely. Look, some people have talked about uh, Medicare for all, perhaps a single payer. There are many um, expenses not only in um, – medications and diagnostic tests and uh, yeah. it turns out the doctor's visit is really the smallest number pharmacy benefit managers and so forth we're uh, gonna have to co- we'll continue this conversation i know what you'll come back at another time and we'll continue talking about because it it's certainly a, a situation we'll continue to follow dr ian lasbader at nyu langone medical center the latest in world and national news headlines from nancy lyons and our 991 studios in washington dc Thanks, Corey. The presidents of the U.S. and South Korea are working to find common ground on dealing with North Korean nuclear ambitions, as well as the trade deficit, especially in automobiles. Bloomberg's Irv Chapman has more on their ongoing talks. President Trump said he'll renegotiate the free trade agreement with South Korea. South Korean companies sell cars in America. American companies should have that same exact privilege. Very important steps. They have to be made. Not fair to the American worker if they're not, and they will be. On North Korea, President Trump called for a range of diplomatic, security, and economic measures. President Moon Jae-in advocated sanctions plus dialogue and urged North Korea to return to the negotiating table. Irv Chapman, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. An investigation by the International Chemical Weapons Watchdog is confirming sarin nerve gas was used in that deadly April attack on a Syrian town. But the report stopped short of saying who was responsible. British Foreign Minister Boris Johnson says he knows. I've got absolutely no doubt that the finger points at the Assad regime. And uh, we've got a European Council coming up where uh, we will drive on with the UK uh, campaign to uh, impose sanctions on those responsible. The attack killed more than 90 people. Iraqi commanders are reporting they are close to fully liberating Mosul from Islamic State. Commanders say troops are clearing up a key neighborhood. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons.